This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen, and Rebecca Glasscock walked so Spice could trot. My name is Erin and the girls are girling. Yes, they are. <laughs> you're listening to Sissy That Pod, your favourite RuPaul's Reaction Drag Race podcast. And today we are celebrating the 200th episode of RuPaul's Drag Race US with the Crystal Ball. And we're joined by the super fun improviser and comedian Ben Raisi. Yeah. Do you have a favourite Drag Race moment of those 200 episodes? Oh, God. Um, well... Yes, and you'd think that I'd have something in mind uh, before we started. What's your favourite moment? Well, come back to me. It's hard for me to beat, I think when I look back, the emotion I felt when I saw Sasha Velour's Rose Petal fall. Mm. I just felt I was on the, I was like, this is, this is everything. I'm like clued into what's the most important thing in the world right now. This is art. No one can beat this. I just felt alive. <laughs> well, then I'll say conversely when all those butterflies, when all those poor butterflies die. <laughs> you were like, <left>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that was the worst moment, but it was <laughs> in some ways my favorite and that it was so incredibly tragic. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I don't like that those butterflies yeah. died. Yeah. Right, well, we'll let you, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to you at the end of the episode and see if you've thought of one. But for now, okay, okay. let's welcome to Sissy <laughs> the Pod, Ben Raisi. <laughs> ben Raisi, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Sissy the Pod to discuss the crystal ball. Uh, how do you find this season? And when you look back on the 15 years of the show, do you have any favourite moments? Oh, um... <laughs> I mean, It'd be funny if he was like, like, "No, I, I don't really like Drag Race." <laughs> why am I, I don't here? know why I still <laughs> yeah. watch it. Uh, uh, you say that though, but like, I feel like from like ten or eleven to now, it's just like a blur. Like, I don't remember. It doesn't has it registered. Whereas, like, I guess I started watching it. The first season I watched live was season five, maybe season four, season five. And so I was like catching up with the first seasons and then watching like you know Rolaska talks and. Uh, Alyssa versus Coco Montrese happened live um, and I guess like for favourite moments like that era of that and like Bianca and then up to like Bob the Drag Queen and all of that drama um, that's like peak drag peak drag references like that's where all you know the, the lingo, the tongue pops the the phrases vernacular will come from so yeah actually the tongue pop has kind of been retired now we don't see the tongue pop yeah no i feel like it was like alaska who then like carried it on way way after like when all stars the first second all stars came around again but yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah the queens have lost it it's not a, a reference but it's like in that earlier episode a few episodes ago where they they had all the references and i can't remember who it was didn't know like what rigor morris was and then, yeah um, aura yeah aura yeah and uh, just missing all the references like you need to know your history <laughs> do you is there any uh drag race vernacular that you use on a day-to-day basis oh or even I a mean, week to week or like what pops up in your in your in your personal mouth culture <laughs> oh like um do i have something on my face <laughs> um, yes. uh, that's when you can slip in and people won't notice that it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's just a normal um, then, like, I'll say that when I'm putting on my makeup to my straight boyfriend and he doesn't know what I'm referencing I think he thinks that I made that yeah. up <laughs> yeah. that's like oh you're so funny Aaron that's so original <laughs> um, yeah there's loads I mean like uh, you look at my pre my pre you look at my prepay phone ringing like Bob in that moment with the mm-hmm. white hottie. Um I quite like it. the girls are girling. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. I definitely feel I'll yeah. use that. The girls who girl, girl, the girls who girl and gorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um well, well let's get yeah. into this two hundredth episode so the crystal ball because actually for forty minutes it's pretty jam packed more so than yeah, the normal yeah, forty minute episode so we kick off with a mini challenge sponsored by Pretty Little Thing it's like a Love Island drag race crossover and they have to basically photo bomb 
past iconic moments of Drag Race, it was very interesting to see which moments they've chosen as the iconic yeah. ones. Like, so Selena did the Ganges entrance, uh, and Natra did Willow's talent show, Malaysia did Miss Banji's exit, Spice did the Gaga entrance, Lux did Vivacious and Ornatia jumping into the pool, uh, Mistress was doing, uh, oh, I can't read my own writing here. Uh, she, uh, I remember her though, <laughs> but I can't remember what she was doing. We'll come back to that one. Marsha did was did did Jinx's crowning moment. Oh yeah, Mr. Sorry did um, Morgan McMichael's shooting the ping pong ball to oh, remove yeah. from All Stars three, which is a moment I entirely forgotten. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lucy did Serena Cha Cha jumping into the water tank, and then uh, Sasha did Rue at the Despy Awards because. Yeah. <laughs> I know why you wouldn't. I don't remember that being an <laughs> iconic moment. <laughs> Can I just say this is the best you... that Marsha has ever looked. I loved yeah. Marsha's bald look. Bald look, it was very funny. Yeah, yeah, kind of bald robot. I think this whole episode was great for Marsha. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll it's t- just we'll getting better and better. It. Like you can see her progression throughout. Like that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I also like Selena Estudy's look in the in the mini challenge. I just I want to know what she thinks she looks like in different yeah. moments <laughs> because the the like it's always a little unclear what the vision is. But the look on her face was so funny, and I um I know for lack of a better term because this term is problematic, but very very much felt like that look was a spirit animal look for myself. Just the giant. <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> really just saying for the both of your benefit yeah do any of these photobomb moments feel like they'll ever become a classic drag race moment to you ben no, <laughs> no. like i mean like and nitro jumping in like that's like a like a funny smart way of like photobombing i think what stood out for me was like mistress not mistress uh, malaysia just like standing to the side and kind of putting her tongue out, like not really foaming in any way. It was like, do you understand the concept here? Like what you're supposed to be doing? Like mistress getting down on the floor, like, yeah, we get it. Like you're in, you're like part of the picture. Whereas some of them just, I feel like weren't thinking as imaginatively as they could have. Yeah, some of them I kind of thought there was only really one way, like Selena or Serena Chacha, which obviously I love Serena Chacha, great to see her. She's like, she's, you know, again, let's continue that problematic saying she's the spirit animal of the right. podcast. <laughs> Maybe I should say ma- mascot for the <laughs> American community yeah. before we rob their culture any further. But uh, there was only really one thing you could do, which is like look up her yeah. dress. Like that's the yeah, only really that, thing yeah. you can do at that point, yeah. you know, so they weren't the best moments, I think, to, to photobomb. But also if they chose them themselves, themselves. They obviously knew what they were going for, or even if they were chosen, yeah. for, like there's a very clear choice to be made. So you might as well do, do yeah, the true. choices. Yeah, I think they must have been made. Like oh, I, do, yeah. I, do, I can't imagine Mistress was standing there going, "Yeah, oh, yeah." I can't no. wait to do Morgan <laughs> McMichael shooting a ping yeah. pong ball. The minute I get on that show, <laughs> <laughs> I think they were just choosing for diverse positions. So then Rue, who was is wearing a gorgeous mm. flower power shirt, I thought mm-hmm. this was the most cash I think I've possibly ever mm. seen Rue. In, in the work group tells them all that it's going to be a crystal ball Lucy nodding furiously yes oh, oh my god. god yes wide eyed uh. nodding yes I can't wait to be good at this what do I need to do teacher 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 now I saw I got up this morning I saw the name of the episode it was going to be the crystal ball I kind of made myself some tea to get ready <laughs> and I started thinking what are the categories going to be for a crystal ball <laughs> so this this was my working draft before I found out what it was going to be <laughs> So I was like, category one, Crystal LaBeja, a throwback to old school pageant drag was category one. Uh, category two, Billy Crystal realness, <laughs> which is where you get <laughs> Butch King realness. I love that. While you're presenting an award show. Yes. <laughs> and then my third one was going to be Crystal Chandelier, Eleganza, Extravaganza, which I guess is kind of the same thing as crystallized Eleganza. Sure. Uh, but I'm kind of raging. We did, like, actually, these are probably better than that, but I still want that Billy Crystal alternative universe I do too you could do you could do a western look a night of a thousand billy crystals is what would have to be, yeah. oh yeah. I love that well I think that just means that <laughs> exactly. we need to do that we need to have a night of a thousand <laughs> <laughs> super relevant uh, personality and comedian billy crystal yeah I mean from an Irish point of view you could have had waterford crystal you could have had crystal swing like they're all like totally good about but I knew they wouldn't gonna go there um but no, the actual categories were uh, reinterpretation of Rue's 
uh, racing outfit look, which that was fun. I loved this one, which was a throwback to one of the other Elegantas from the other balls. I love when they reference themselves, which was very fun. And then the crystallized Eleganza. Um, So before we get into any of that, there was a walkthrough from Rue. And there was a really touching moment from Anitra. Uh, which I think, you know, let's open the floor if anyone has anything to say on, on, on Yeah, that. I was saying before we started recording to Kian that I, I watched the episode twice this morning and cried equal amounts of times mm-hmm. <laughs> or an equal amount both time watching that. Like that's one of the most, um, I don't know, heart, I don't I don't have the, the best grasp on the English language this morning. So I'll just say like heart-wrenching moments, just the like, the, the trauma from uh, having acceptance and then having that snatched away and how that would so shape your relationships with other people that you cared about or trusted and yeah. so sad. I think and the way it was filmed as well with that static camera on them and the talking head, like it lingered for a while because yeah. normally they're heavily cut back between different scenes and stuff and it just really helped convey the sort of emotional turmoil that they're going in reliving this moment and the trauma and the grief that's all associated with us as well um was was really nice and in a in a in a fresh take on things thank god for the dad who saves <laughs> yeah. the day because that is not something that happens <laughs> yeah, again i was i would to bring a bit of levity i was thinking like god if you were if you were a dad that had felt like they had he had fucked up his relationship with his son and then gets this opportunity and is like, yes, okay, I'm going to do this right this time. I'm going to get him a sewing machine. Mm. Ugh, I'm going to start crying again. But that was yeah. so sweet. I'm really backing Anitra, like absolutely love him. And in no way, like, you know how some people come off as very conceited or they have this sort of performance or they have this mm-hmm. hyper insecurity that, that like, makes them mean. Yeah, like Anitra just really real, like thoroughly mm-hmm they understand who they are as a person and so to see that it feels even more heart-wrenching because they're really genuine yeah i will also say something that took me out of that moment was like how is selena what is the base for their makeup it's like (laughs) the like the wet like brown chemical peel around the hair and then they like push their face in some powdered donuts like it was just so it really took away from the moment I think really they were, it and I was like, she has no features <laughs> because like it's all been yeah. taken away by the white powder. Yeah. Uh, it was just very distracting. It was, but... I think it was, it's baking powder. So you put on yeah. like a bunch of really dark contour and then the baking yeah. powder, like, yeah, yeah. Just that, of all the moments to have, like being in that in-between moment, <laughs> really taking away from the heartfelt moment that we all witnessed. Yes. I feel that's the iconic part of the of the of the mirror moments is like they share these moments and they've got like half yeah. an eye drawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the, it's recreating like the the image of the sad clown, right? Like the clown crying into the mirror, oh. putting on their makeup. Mm. Also, did you guys notice that um, during that moment, like you like typically during those moments, the whole workroom is kind of listening or it's a bit quiet, um, yeah. but everyone was talking. Like they had to like mix down the outside sound so it really was a moment in between mm. selena and anitra yeah. yeah 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 it kind of reminded me of uh kitty scott claus and charity case mm. in uk where like kitty just kind of sat her down and had an interview about her aids diagnosis and stuff like that it was just kind of totally separate to everybody yeah, else yeah, yeah. all right yeah. right yeah and i guess that also added to the emotion of it because it didn't feel like you know, producers that have gone, right, you're going to talk about this thing. Someone's going to ask a very mm-hmm. obviously pointed question about, like, a gay issue, queer issue. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. going to talk about it and discuss. It was a real organic moment. And also to discuss something that we discussed about Dragula, Erin, is, like, if it was in the room, you could imagine the other queens would have ran over and, like, hugged her in the middle of the story mm. and, like, tried to almost kind of, like comfort her by silencing her almost mm-hmm. but like I think Selena was very good to like give her her space let her finish and then you know mm-hmm. offer up condolences that yeah way. no it was very sweet and it just uh something I love about this disappointment something I love about this show is that like so much of the show is so stupid and silly and I think it really makes these moments feel more real because it's not we don't get like the sweeping music and all that mm. um that was a sentence just about drag race being a good show so welcome to the podcast. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, and it's a quick there's pivot. This little show. We hear <laughs> we hear a heart wrenching story about a broken family, and three minutes later, RuPaul's dancing about cake and candy up on that stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did you guys think about this? 
I think you're playing very hard and fast with the word dancing there. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the way uh, Buzz Lightyear doesn't fly, he falls with style. RuPaul doesn't yeah. dance, he walks with style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does feel a bit like he's afraid of falling over. Like, that's the energy oh, right. that I'm getting. Like, his heels, like, he goes, that hip goes, and then that's him done. There's, uh... Oh, God. I still yeah. appreciate the effort he puts into yeah. pushing his pop career. That yeah. definitely wasn't a cake. That definitely was boxes covered in <laughs> glitter. Yeah. They, could have, they could have made a cake. They, they could have made a cake. Made cake. <laughs> he could have had to, he could have cut the cake. But no. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. had all those boys like have like a cake fight. Yeah. Well, I was hoping Which Candy Muse or Candy Ho would come on and push the cake on. Because yeah. all we saw was cake. We didn't see any candy. Follow up question: What monster eats candy and cake? <laughs> like, when have you ever gotten a slice of cake and been like, "Oh, well, and, some uh, skittles"? Yeah, yeah. And does candy and cake mean anything? Is it like it's like watermelon sugar? Yeah, or like not? it does that feel was... euphemistic. Mm, yeah, I mean, like cake, like ass candy. Is that like a candy cake? Well, like mm. you call but you'd call an ass cake. Yeah, you know, cake, your cakes. Oh, okay. Yeah, cake. Oh, okay. The expression "ass cake" but weird the way I said it there. And then I think of like Gemma Collins. <laughs> you ain't ever gonna get this candy. So like, I feel like they're both kind of <laughs> euphemisms for sex, yeah. probably. Sure. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the the cake and candy of this week's episode, which is the runway. Uh, three categories, which we already discussed. Oh, you know, I think we got a lot of time, but we still didn't get enough time with each of the queens mm. and the different categories. Um, But actually, some really good looks here. So let's go through them queen by queen and discuss the three uh, looks that each queen had. Uh, The first queen up was Mistress. So Mistress uh, doing Rue's classic uh, red and white look with, um, not screen printed on, but... uh, but this is the moment in the podcast where you talk about how bad I am at, at uh, describing still, outfits. Still better than me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, because there's so many looks, I'm not going to do the whole thing with all the thing. But um, it, but she has pa- not pasted on, but um, whatever, like different sayings from other big queens on the show. I think this looks great. I think she looks amazing. Yeah, I love this. And even the concept as well. And there's something like, yeah. you know, and I kind of comes up at the end as well, like the bigger queens often get, you know, don't get over as appreciated in these categories. And I mm-hmm. think like as a way for her to walk out here with the words of all the big queens who came before her, I thought was a really yeah, yeah. like clever. Yeah. Nod. Yeah, she's she really smart. She's great. Yeah, she looks great. Uh, and then her second look for the, uh, what was this category called, Kian? Uh, it was called My Favorite Ball, but she chose the ball ball. The ball ball, yeah. And this is her inflatable beach ball um, gimp suit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> long, beautiful anal bead thing coming off Ponytail, of her Ponytail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I feel like we like this has been done in like other iterations before, like Latrice, something similar. And, you know, we've seen, you know, the ball, long ponytail. But uh, this... And I know that this wasn't done for the like challenge of like making their own thing, but like this is giving me high couture, Lee Bowery, like I made this myself energy. Um, I just think it's brilliant. Yeah, I love yeah. it. It's amazing. Yeah. And it, it's like gorgeous and funny at the same time. Just the, yeah, totally. the beach balls on the boobs. They're paying a lot of a lot of attention to the queens. Um, dealings with their like with their breasts this season for some reason Um, because sometimes we're seeing them punched or cut up or whatever Uh, and I just love how funny and great this is it seems like self-referential referential referential in a drag way just these giant beach balls for boobs it's great and it's a great balance between like it is really colorful with loads of stripes but it's not too garish whatever she finds a really good balance with it so yeah Yeah. this is colors are great yeah, mm-hmm. and then her final look for the crystallized eleganza. It's just a, a beautiful pageant dress, uh, dripping crystal beads off of her shoulders, um, some embellishment around the chest, and a, and a pretty crystal choker hair swept up. Um, it's it's pretty. I, I get the feeling that it was more striking in the room. I don't think that we're getting 
how sparkly it was uh, on camera because there's like a lot of shimmer to her dress because they were mm-hmm. all like blown away when she walked out. And I think it looks pretty, but I wasn't like gobsmacked the way they were. Yeah, it it, it does just it looks like a dress, really. Like, I mean, it's yeah. not a bodysuit. You know, it's elevated yeah. in the next level of making an outfit, but there were definitely better versions of dresses that were made. Mm-hmm. I do really like it, though. Like, I do think the detail yeah. is there. It's just not knocking you over the head. Like, the fact that she yeah, exactly, yeah. bejeweled the hem at the bottom, I think, is a really good touch. And, like, the stoning yeah. around the breast is nice yeah. and it stands out, but it, it, there's not too much of it. Like, there is yeah, probably yeah. a lot of it that is just the same color. But actually, I yeah. don't mind it like this. No, I, I think, think it, yeah, it's really pretty. I think her looks are so good. We're, like, spoiled by her a bit. I also love, this is another moment where she, like, big-bodied queen, a big-bodied queen wearing a mermaid-cut gown, which is traditionally, like, not what you'd wear as a, as a bigger woman because it really just highlights your hips, but it's it looks so great, and I feel so empowered by it. Mm. <laughs> She's She really is so great with fashion and um, showing off her mm. body. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Next, let's talk about Spice um, and Spice's look for the for the um, uh, race race look. So it was a take on Rue's red uh, jumpsuit, racing jumpsuit, but it was kind. Of, instead, it was like tall red and white socks with the checker plate heels, and then like a long kind of coat dress which was tied with a belt and then a cardboard flag that says diggling and then a visor, a checkerplate visor. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, I like the vinyl boots. I think there's a lot going on. Yeah. It didn't hit me. It didn't hit home for me. I, I mean, I like the boots. I like the, like the checker flag heel and sole. Something about it. I don't know if it's like the material. It looks a bit like, um, it, it was bought from a costume. Yeah, shop. it looks it looks a little too unfortunately pretty little thing. <laughs> yeah, like I think it's successful by way of I feel I feel that's clearly a spice interpretation of another look, yeah. and it's successful yeah. that way. But I still feel the main thing she's trying to sell is look how skinny I am, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for my favorite ball, she has um craft like puff balls into a cutout top and skirt and little platform boots and uh, a puffball anal bead ex- like extensions in her hair. It's all purple and black. Um, it's really crafty, but I, I really liked this personally. I think it was her best. Uh, like the cutouts, I think are very like current, like the cutouts through the, the tights and everything. Um, yeah, and the hair is very much like hair that you only ever see on a doll. Um, yes, but I she just consistently, doll, yeah. consistently doll looks. Yeah, but like it's not reading as ball ball. No, to me yeah. as like mistress. No, mm-hmm. exactly, and like that's like those furry things. I mean, I tech. I mean, I, they are technically sphere. Would I call them a ball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Tina's really high standards for what is a ball and what is not a ball. (laughs) Or what are balls and what aren't balls. Um, Yeah, you know, all of her looks remind me of like when I when I had Barbies when I was a kid, like you'd and you're buying Barbie outfits. There were like casual day outfits and then there were like um, event outfits like like ball gowns and stuff. And then there were mostly like going out outfits. So yeah. all of her, all of her looks remind me of just dolls going out on the town, ta- uh, on the town, like with their girls. Like so much of the stuff she does reminds me of like when I started trying to flirt with boys, and, like literally just like, oh, boys, like when you laugh at their jokes and then going, I, when I was in the fourth grade, I decided that I would have a new laugh that was, that went a little like. <laughs> yeah. And everything she does just reminds me of that. It makes me cringe i love the the, the parcel story from erin's school years we get one every episode and i love it last week was your, <laughs> your, your embracing of shakira as a mason call oh, now yeah, it's yeah. the new laugh <laughs> yeah <Where, where, laughs> can, can we get the laugh again <laughs> it, the microphone doesn't pick it up somehow 
Can you hear us? It's Can just, you really not hear cool. it? No. <laughs> the microphone doesn't pick it up. It's too high for modern technology. <laughs> okay. Imagine a sexy dolphin. Okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. That's so funny. The mic's not picking it up. Yeah, as soon as he did that, like the microphone jumped to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> the microphone's like, I will not, I will not Broadcast respect yourself, is. Aaron. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, and then um, her uh, crystal, crystallized ball look um, looks uh, looks very. It, it's it it looks like a, a Debs or a prom look to me with a with a cross halter top and a tied up along the thighs a shimmery skirt um it's risque for prom no like to have the midriff out of prom we wouldn't have that would you typically no i don't know i mean in southern california um i guess okay. i went to a pretty yeah southern southern california in the 2000s that slit goes all the way up as well. I mean, we. I mean, the slit wouldn't have been, no. wouldn't have been the thing. And I think it's generous calling it a slit when it's actually just the gap together between it's the two, two pieces yeah. of fabric. <laughs> I suppose what it literally yeah. is is two rectangular pieces of fabric just tied together on the sides. Yeah. Um, but but you know, it's good for what she's going for. Like what it, what she she always achieves what she's going for. It's just the vision yeah. isn't as. Well, would you say this is dripping in diamonds? No. Mm, It's shiny. (laughs) It's shiny. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. So, uh, so on to Lux. Uh, Lux is uh, doing a reinterpretation of of Rue's pink uh, drag race look with a with a with a very cropped jacket with like a bralette underneath, mini skirt, big white belt um and long platform boots oh let me move this and you can see the full outfit um but yeah that, full tie up boots that, that's one of the most iconic jumpsuits think that pink one because that's like the season yeah. five six seven whatever jumpsuit. Yeah. so I, I loved the fact that she referenced this one yeah yeah totally yeah it looks great and it looks very luxe yeah definitely so i like this yeah, one. yeah she has really great taste and knows how to put an outfit together mm-hmm. it is yes. a shame that her attitude around it <laughs> yeah it's good i like the second look was the hair look right i think i like that one more in the hairball with um the kind of like ponies sticking out of her head with the black was it yeah. almost conically woven uh, bra big long mm-hmm. black leather gloves and then a corset and then a, i guess a dress made of hair I think the hairball is always is a weird one to choose, even though she makes this work, because I just think hair as clothing just doesn't work. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very serial like, killer inspired, mm. the whole idea. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to, who was the one who did, uh, was it Malaysia who yeah. did the hairball? Though? Yeah. See, because I think we saw her before this, didn't we? And I immediately was like, this is how you do a hairball. Like, mm. this is how you do it. This, this is a better interpretation of how to do it. Like, the big hair piece and following down like like as a skirt whatever um yeah it's great i think it looks great finally for the crystal ball she's uh she's she's dressed as like a crystal fairy it's very like midsummer night's dream um everything looks almost like it's crystallized ice and she's mm. wearing like a little bodysuit and has these beautiful attached crystal wings and uh is there a headpiece or is that the wing behind her? I think it's a headpiece. Yeah. Okay, too. cool. Mm. Yeah, and then look, crystal heels. I always have such an issue with when queens wear wings. Like if they don't sit <laughs> properly mm. and they like flat backwards and they don't create the yeah. proper like vision of what we want, they sort of flat back because they haven't been engineered to sit properly and i think that happened here as well and obviously you know maybe real life and the three-dimensional movement of it you'd get more of it but yeah it was ambitious idea i can't deny that yeah she did a good job but i think when like she couldn't really move in it and she chose that and there's nothing from the waist down which i think is it seems like a bit of an afterthought she has to run out of time so like 
I don't think she should have been in the top like she thinks she was. Like, Nuntuck, she's pretty pressed because she's like, well, I fully believe I should have been in the top. I think this is very good. Um, but I think based on what, what else is there, I think like she deserved to be safe, not low or anything like that. Like, it, it's still pretty ambitious. What was it she said? It was like, I didn't embellish something. I am the embellishment. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because uh, embellishment can also mean lie. Yeah. You know? so... <laughs> I am the lie. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit of a cell phone, actually, really, in reality. <laughs> I thought, um, I don't know if you remember, but when she first came out on the runway and uh, struck a pose, which seemed very like she was entering a play as a fairy, but the look on her face was so funny to me. <laughs> like it didn't look totally mm. like she was owning it. It, it was funny. But she yeah, kind of has I that fashion with... stink face almost. It kind of doesn't really go yeah. with fairy pixie girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fashion um, stink face. Marsha was, was next in my notes. This wasn't a direct reference to RuPaul. I, I don't think was it. She, she just kind of kept saying rainbow road. I think, like, I think it's just a pastel interpretation of a racer outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pastel, um, pastel pink and yellow and uh, orange. And she's, she's got lo- lots of thigh high white boots on this runway, but she's got light thigh high white boots, um, pink and blue earrings. Yeah. She's, she's a, she's wearing pastel. I'm I'm kind of done with queens walking around with a helmet under their arm. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a funny. Does that happen so frequently? It does. I, okay. I, at this rate, it happens at least once, if not twice, a season. Even when there right. isn't yeah. a run, like isn't <laughs> or a, a head or a like. I feel like sometimes the queens do it. Like I'm pretty sure Gigi Good had a helmet in every. <laughs> that, she... Yes, yes. Pixie okay. uh, Polite did one recently. There was one yeah. on Canada versus the mm. world. It's just it's like wear something that's kind of leathery and put a helmet under your arm and it's a racer look. Yeah. My favorite ball. Uh, she's doing bag ball and she's dressed like a milkmaid. Uh, and then on to the next look. Um, do you know do you hate this one i hate it i don't i don't know what my deal is with marcia because i I, because i really like her and i think she's really funny and super talented but i i don't think i get her drag persona i liked this one yeah more so because i kind of felt it's a different character than the basically marcia brady i felt like this is Amish Martha Brady, Marsha Brady, do you know? Okay. She, she's she's the milkmaid. She is like going out to do the weekly chores, but she's also kind of fashionable. And I think it's a very well. I guess she didn't make it, or maybe she did. But I think it's a very well made garment. You know, I kind of yeah. like it. Yeah, I haven't seen anything like that before. Yeah, like I haven't seen anyone do that. That outfit. I'm thinking of um, an iconic. Uh, perf- this is niche reference now. Iconic performance from Poland in the Eurovision, which was just a lot of very enthusiastic milking uh, <laughs> women, milkmaids churning butter on stage during a performance. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's oh, what yes. I'm getting from this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but I really loved look three. Her her crystallized eleganza. I thought this was really good. Yeah, so she's doing a, um, she described it as a, um, a dreamy stripper look, but she's, it's, it's a, she's got like a Marie Antoinette wig, and then she's dripping with pearls, and then has a, uh, I forget what she called it, but like, oh. Brooch Viginta. Oh, Viginta. yeah. 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 Um, what does that mean? Uh, I think it means what it means. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. So it's yeah, it's a it's a, it's we, we've a, a little we've, yeah, we've got it. Yeah, uh, it's a little pussy adornment. Uh, yeah. Pussy pin. Uh, it's a is... better better pussy uh, uh, decoration than the Cheetos that Selena was giving us a few. Weeks yes. Ago, really. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite pussy de- decoration of the season. So I do have to say. Yes. <laughs> There's barely even a handful of Cheetos as well. Yeah. It was. Oh, uh... It looked like blood worms, as I said on the. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 really it's really pretty. Maybe my issue is that like everything just looks so slight. But I don't know if that's just because she's small. 
but unlike unlike Spice, I feel like she's given us a character, whoever this lady is. Like she's kind of mm. Marie Antoinette, yeah. but like a street fighter version of Lady Marie, Lady Antoinette, Marie Antoinette, um, mm. who said, "Let them eat cake and candy." But she, whereas like <laughs> Spice is like, did she just a thin doll? And I I like that there's these like kind of pearlescent um diamonds that are coming from her neck that are kind of draping over her shoulders and stuff like that like I just feel oh, yeah. oh yeah they're diamonds they're not pearls but they're like yeah it's like strong like they're pearls which is yeah. yeah which is which is really clever actually like all right now it's my favorite look it's the best thing I've ever seen <laughs> Good. It, it, it's the pussy it's pussy brooch right that, that did it for you that pushed you over the edge uh speaking yeah. of the cheetos selena is <laughs> next <laughs> Her first look is this like baby blue and white, uh, I guess tracksuit jumpsuit. Yeah, which is giving like nineties baggy, 90s baggy yeah. hip hop suit yeah. with um, platform like heels, stripes going through it as well, and big hoops. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I think. I mean, I don't know how race. Well, no, I like it. I feel, I feel like it's like the racer outfit put through her. Southern California yeah. filter. Yeah, if if Missy Elliott was to wear a racing, mm, outfit, yes, 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 <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So- and then next we had uh, <laughs> the uh, she's doing Money Ball um, for her favorite ball look, and she has uh, food <clears throat> food stamps with her own face on them, and she is trying to create a palm tree silhouette. Um, but it's, it's not given, it's not given a lot of shape or it's, it's the colors it's, it's, it's green and yellow and, uh, like a burnt orange color. And like it's an oddly proportioned palm tree because it has a massive yeah. trunk and then about three leaves, like three branches yeah. of it. <laughs> so it's like a withering thing. Like she, yeah. this is kind of supposed to be a commentary on benefits and like how she got benefits when she was younger. But like I only got that in like the last second of her voiceover of this look, and she was like, you know, mm. I used to be on the government cheddar, and I'm not ashamed of it. Blah blah blah. And then like we're just cut off. So like I, I guess I appreciate that. But Rue's kind of said on the show don't do another money look again because it's been done so many times and it's been done so well that it's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. That's it. Like they, there is, there's a few like that. Raja mm. nailed it the first time around. Like never, no one ever has to do it again. You'll never surpass yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. And I guess I, I appreciate yeah. she was not going just for a straight up gown made of money. She tried to go for the, the tree, but not for me. I don't know. Also, uh, palm trees in LA famously are full of rats. So, <laughs> think about that. Think about that over think breakfast. About that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have a good think heart. about think that, that Selena. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, finally, for the crystal ball look, uh, we have a satin sheath dress, which has um, like gold crystally lining. the uh, The sheath dress is is kind of ill ill fitted. Um, it's you know it's it's uh strapless and it's kind of falling down it's it looks a little baggy it's a nice material though like i like the, it feels quilted or whatever that material so i don't know how much of this came as it is did she stone it in that way is that all she did i'm not quite sure um it's it's trimming like she showed she showed uh carson and rue in the work mm. room what it was i mean like the pattern with the with the trim actually like looks really good it just fits so poorly yeah i think that's something that she struggled with all season to be fair i think she just obviously practice on on proportionizing um Mm -hmm. but i didn't hate it oh yeah and she listened like she was gonna go in and do something else and they said do not do that and yeah we all know that's great that they listen yeah yeah and you could see her she was about to make exactly the same mistake that she made last time which was let's let's just wear everything and then there'll be something in there that they like. <laughs> yeah. Editing it. Uh, I know that would be my exact approach if I was on this show. I would, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's for everything. Malaysia. So we have um, uh, uh, Malaysia's um, uh, racer suit. It's it's a super pale pink with some embellishments around the shoulders it's really simple yeah it's very it's very like feminine and gentle looking with a with a high bouffant wig with some pink highlights in it i really like this 
See, for she me, is even, holding a helmet. She even is holding with the a helmet, helmet yeah. under her arm, it still doesn't look like a racing no, costume to me. That's the only thing that's signaling racer. Uh, it could be yeah. like Jetson realness. It, it's just a bodysuit with a bit of silver in the middle. And what does yeah. it say on the top? I, I, I liked. I thought it was giving like take your daughter to work day. Like at the race track, the helmet? <laughs> no, no, like her, like her, like her daddy's a racer, and that's the little outfit. Oh, she's the oh, baby. Yeah, yeah, she's okay, the daughter. Okay. She's the daughter. She yeah, I thought cute. she looked really pretty and cute. Mm, I know cute. it's not it's super racery. Yeah, yeah, but it was alright. Yeah, her next one that she did the she was the other hairball look, and I think like this is I think this is a good example of what you needed to wear to do well in the hairball. But mm. not in this version of the ball because it's just too much hair for me. <laughs> you just don't like all the hair. No. Yeah, it's a black and white. Um, there's also, yeah, black and white with a like long hair or like mid mid calf uh, hair skirt with like a hair bodice with uh, like a braid, white braid embellishment, and a cape that has that's lined with zebra. Yeah, so like like zebra meets like jaguar fur. It's it's yeah. a sort of fur that's not really a, a fur, and uh, and then a big black and white bouffant wig. It's kind of, it kind of looks like a Cruella Deville look, yeah. in a yeah. way. Native American Cruella Deville. I feel <laughs> there, there's like like the braids kind of look like buffalo horns or something. There's just yeah. something that's okay, a bit, okay. bit dreamcatchery about it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it looks very anachronistic. Um, it looks like rugs or like, yeah, there's no fashion reference to it. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. The other one where she's like, where Lux is saying, you know, it's Mugler inspired. Like, mm. I don't know what that looks like either, but I see what you're getting at. I can see. Yeah, this as a, I take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. Whereas I have no this is just a yeah. non-designer putting on clothes and being like oh this is fashion yeah. I guess oh ew sorry I just noticed the long pubic like <laughs> uh Hasidic um tendril looking uh hairs coming off of the bodice I guess it's like the unbraided little... hair of the braid once it's been braided is it I don't yeah this gives well me... I suppose like the idea of that is cool but there it's it, yeah, you don't want curly, sparse hair yeah. anywhere. This just yeah. feels to me like, you know, entertaining kids. Why don't you go dress Mammy? Mammy sits on the couch and you just pile <laughs> things on top of her. And until yeah. she can barely, like, keep them up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, let's put the rug on Mammy. Oh, let's put the phone <laughs> let's book put on the her rug on Mammy. Yeah. <laughs> Or like when you see when you see a low budget fantasy film and they go like this looks like this looks like this was cut out of Hunger Games, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's just like yeah. something that's nonsensical, like from a time that never happened. Um <laughs> Yeah, God, we're really bagging on this out. Yeah, I actually uh, I'd like you to move on. I actually can't look anymore. It's okay. okay. <laughs> uh and then finally for the uh for the for the crystal look, um we have a ball gown that's uh, cinched like a empire waist style with like a wide band. Um, it's it's a white white sparkly, very sparkly gown with crystal pink crystal jewels and embellishments up top, and a pink fifties wig. What did we think of this? I thought it was great. I thought like for um, the fact that she made this herself. And it was better than the two things she brought from home. Oh yeah, and she great. doesn't sew. Oh, okay, I forgot she made one, this. Her... Yeah. Oh, that's unreal. Well then, yeah, then, yeah, that's super impressive. And I think a great eye for detail. How she, mm-hmm. how she embellished the lapel. I think you call it either side of her her chest and and the symmetry mm-hmm. in it. It just looks really yeah. tasteful and not too much. And the stoning is so impressive. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. All right, we have our our great attitude <laughs> the sigh, queen. The side, <laughs> Lucy's face appears on the screen, and the side happens already. Like I have to say, right? So my the whole thing. <laughs> so this is Lucy Laduca. We're talking about Lucy Laduca. Yeah. We're just all reacting to her. And like all I have to say is everything doesn't have to be a bit, right? And as mm-hmm, someone who mm-hmm. makes everything a bit, like every interaction in my life is a bit. People will say. <laughs> 
and you know Erin you understand yeah it's like yeah. not everything ha- not everything has to be a bit like no. but oh my god just in it's got the same try hard energy Ugh. that we were getting from Rosé and Jan but like mm-hmm. I kind of supported Jan Left Me too. Day, but this is just yeah. incessant <laughs> the, the racer outfit um and it is I'm trying to remember what she said about it that it was she like said a lot of things that I think she just said a lot of like things. good ideas but I'm not sure yeah. actually like I think she came up like so she said Princess Peach which I guess I see with the helmet I guess yeah she, she has said, this big ponytail coming out of the helmet yeah in this like a kind of anime style like foam ponytail or something like that and she's wearing like mm-hmm. a silver cat suit which is kind of like has patches of pink and purple are they love hearts and then with a yeah she have heart she has a heart on the heart. back heart on the front she has yeah. bows um at her knees she looks like a sailor moon villain I'd yeah say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it's, she said, Oh, I'm kind of like a crash test dummy if that was a sex worker. And I said, What? Where? Okay. Where? Sorry. Sorry. I have to think about that for an it's hour. Not giving to try crash to figure test dummy. It's not giving sex worker. Like, that is no. How is this? How is this giving sex worker? Like, a, a sex worker would never wear this. It would take forever to take it off. And um, and then you'd be totally vulnerable. There'd be no striptease because you'd just be like, hold on a second. Let me take my helmet off. (laughs) When Kennedy Davenport was like, sorry, I keep referencing back. No, please do. um, You know, my, she said something, it was like, I'm a sex worker and Trey gutted me. After a long night of hooking, yeah. Fire, crystallized in the fire. And it was like, yeah, so you had a costume and you just retrofitted a story onto it. Mm-hmm. Sex worker, mm-hmm. Princess Peach, crash test dummy. Like Princess Peach as a concept is great. A crash test dummy yeah. as a concept, as a concept, great. great. Yeah, no need to throw it all into one because no. you found a blonde wig and you were like, oh, this will sell. Sailor Moon would have been a much better reference for this. But... Yeah, a much better reference. In no way does she look like a crash test dummy. She doesn't really look like anything. I mean, she do- she looks like um. If anything, she looks like a Wreck It Ralph character that didn't, yeah. that wasn't in the film. And to um, be honest, it gives more, like maybe it's the shape of the helmet, or it gives more horse riding than it does motorbike. Yeah, riding. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's giving, and the the shape the of the neck. ponytail looks very Roman. Oh yeah. Mm. And I think the second look is also a victim of this. Is that like she has an idea? And then she's like, "Great idea!" And she ends up like all the way down to the fully progressed idea, and then she doesn't at any point th- think okay before I go down yeah. this road is there like maybe something else I could jump off of because that last look was like the first look is like oh I'm ended up here but I actually had all these fun things on my vision board like crash mm. test dummies and a sex worker let me just throw it into the description <laughs> of it. on this second look which is basically um, a flower crown made of yeah. dog poo bags a dog like, poo really? bags which don't really? which don't look I, don't look like dog poo bags well i mean how do dog poo bags look like dog poo bags without dog poo in them uh, yeah. first note um, <laughs> otherwise, they're just bags. <laughs> otherwise they're just bags um she's she's wearing like a peasant top dress and a, she has like a cinched uh, tie up waist and then just like a skirt it's a very everyday outfit with doggy bags um which look like little flower appliques attached to her skirt and i am yeah and the flower crown and you know she'll be like it'll be great i'll go down the runway and i'll do my poo face and the judges will (laughs) i know but if you're gonna do it yeah if you're gonna do this the poo should be coming out of the bags on her head like there should be she should turn around and there should be like poo dripping on her back or something And also, why her character seems to not like the poo or the poo bag, but clearly this character <laughs> loves them because yeah. she's covered herself in them. Like, <laughs> either decide if you love shit or you hate yeah. it. That's that's the final look. Then was <laughs> again. What I don't get the reference. So she's she's in a pink, shimmery prom dress with a big boot like a bichon freeze wig and she's crying mm-hmm. and she says runner up on it and she has basically some flowers and tin foil in her hand yeah it's just it's just crying crying pageant queen which is like such such a um cliche yeah. look i've i've done this for not one but like two different like one woman show posters like crying <laughs> like wearing like a 
crown and she has a runner up sash and it really just she really just screws home this this idea of like her attitude and her feelings about herself where she's like isn't it so funny that i'm the runner up and it's it, it just feels so bitter because the there's thing. like uh yeah there's sort of like a false humility about oh i'll put myself as the runner because that will make me seem more humble um and then what was it, like miss garlic 2020 whatever the year was <laughs> like where did you pull that from like what yeah that's not funny that's just a <laughs> random thing that's quirky like i know it's it's like somebody who's always pushing this always a bridesmaid narrative about yeah. themselves but they're like ridiculously successful in every aspect of their life they just happen to have not got married yet it's like well we yeah. don't really feel sorry for you yeah. yeah and also we've seen this done better we've seen this mm-hmm. oh, yeah. made better so even in snatch game from valentina exactly. this was done better and she did it twice, and both of her outfits were better than this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sasha was up next. Uh, she in- reinterpreted Rue's blue racing jumpsuit as a as like a, a bodycon dress and an off-the-shoulder sort of bolero with a with a built-in would you you couldn't call that a bra, a strip across the boobs, would you call it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but sure, it was very yeah. early 2000s J-Lo, and I thought it was a very mm-hmm. clever way of reinterpreting the racing suit as this, like, just, you know, 100%. fuck me dress. Yeah. The mm-hmm. second look, then, is surprisingly campy for Sasha to go for, like, a dime bag of weed. And we've seen... Did George's also have a have a blunt on her head? We, I've, I feel I've seen a few blunts on the heads. I don't know if I ever really love it. (laughs) (laughs) This felt strange for Sasha, Mm. but I think everything else was good enough that I gave it a pass. I I really liked it. I like the the like that you can see the weed Mm. in the skirt. That the the skirt is Mm. a bag of weed, which I think really fulfills the um the assignment or meets. uh, We haven't seen much campness from. Sasha because she's so polished and perfected mm. so it's a nice nice to see she's a full rounded queen yeah yeah definitely that is definitely and it's, it is one extra string to her bow which I think is clever and it, and it works well across the three looks because she kind of gives you streetwear fashion she gives you camp in this one and then in the third look she gives you eleganza and she's made it herself mm-hmm. you know and I guess it shows you her full range of, of fashion and her runways which is, is good but let's talk about it her first look was the neon green jumpsuit with the black boots and belt and kind of sort of stripes going through it and the black zip with a black almost like manila luzon wig with with a blonde Mm. uh, stripe to it also holding a helmet but i guess it was (laughs) not under the arm it was kind of you know held in her hand I mean, uh, the assignment was to look like, to reinterpret Ruth's look. You got to forgive true. the helmets yeah, in I this do. category. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, and I like that she had relatively cheap looking badges on her arms that denoted her heritage. But I guess that's more authentic to, to the biker look. Um, mm. So, yeah, this was a simple reinterpretation of it. But I think it was still effective. I like the sort of uh, thong material, like the... The thong that was mm. there, so when she turned around, it was just like real sexy, yeah, like moment that wasn't just uh, you know, I have a great body, yeah, yeah, no, it was super sexy, and it looks it l- looks like a character, it looks like a, a, a person, a whole persona. And I, I mean, I, I like, I always like neon green, I know Michelle Visage hates it, but I, I like it, it looks yeah, great on her. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. The second sugar ball look, I didn't love this one as, as much. No, me neither. I mean, like, if you look at it for too long, you're just like, okay, she's got a sparkly crystal bottles bodysuit, and then she's taken three pieces of candy and she's put a she's put a lollipop on her hip, and then she's got yellow licorice boobs and then she's taken um candy candy buttons and just wrapped it around her waist i was i was surprised i didn't give her more shit for this yeah me too it it was very simple especially since she brought it from home like, so what she made for herself compared to this that she brought from home that's exactly yeah. it this looks like uh rue was you have all these random items to make a dress i know yeah blue stick stick yeah. hot glue gun done this is the best i could do in the 20 minutes because you made us make three other dresses that's what it looks mm-hmm. And then that mm. next piece, 
Yeah, let's get yeah, on to let's that talk one. about the next piece. Yeah, this was yeah. Amazing. She made this. It's so crazy that she made this. It's just yeah. It's str- like, do we think it's better than Utica's sleeping bag dress? I guess that's unconventional materials. Yeah. The sleeping bag dress. The uh, I know she adorned the spine on this, but I guess the base material in this was nicer than the sleeping bag. So I guess right. Utica's is probably more successful, but this is just so striking and yeah. the 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 shiny sort of like pearlescent almost bone side structures up the arms and up the back and the, the mermaid cut and yeah. the rose gold. But oh, this was yeah. and this, the, was the this best material, the yeah, the the material is, is super heavy sequin material. And because she was making it, she wouldn't have had time to line it. So when she said that it was painful, I really, really believe that. But this material is so. I just, I just started learning how to how to sew and um, with the uh, with the sewing machine. But this material is so hard to work with. Um, it's super heavy and it's also stretchy material, which is tough, but uh, which he's done so cleverly is she's adorned the back of it with a crystal spine. And then, uh, on her arms, she has crystals going down her arms and, uh, yeah, it's perfect. Really. Essentially it's amazing. The, like we, we've seen, you know, Darian Lake when they had their crystal ball, just the mm-hmm. snagging, drooping, and not fitting their body. And to be able to do that with this and also have like a concept around, you know, the bone is. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I loved the low cut neck of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It also yeah. made it really unique and original. And obviously, she has that, mm-hmm. that the butterfly on her chest. Butterfly, as well. yeah. Um, yeah, this was. Yeah, it looks yeah, great. It looks like sci fi Sunset Boulevard. Mm. Mm, kind of like yeah. death is emerging out of her in a beautiful way <laughs> beautiful way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the looks then so in the so safe was uh lux and marcia and malaysia in the bottom was spice and selena in the top was anitra mistress and sasha and then Lucy was kind of floating somewhere in the middle. It was unclear. I thought they were saying she was low, but then they said that she was the mm. third runner up. So I thought, so you saying she's fourth. I personally think Mistress should have won the challenge. Like, I think Mistress had the first, better, better looks in the first two categories. And then Anitra had the best third look. So I would have probably on the balance. And I thought Mistress's third look was also really good. So I would have given it to Mistress personally. I can see that. I do. Like, I, I like Sasha's third look better than Mistress's. Yeah. 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 I just, I think Anitra's just blew everything out of the water. Like, yeah. It's the mm. yeah. for that. But also they normally heavily weight the one that they make themselves. And if you put, mm. think that into a factor. So, yeah. I thought, I kind of felt... I kind of felt kind of was unfair that Sasha won because even Sasha's mm-hmm. given that moment on the runway to talk about the house of Colby and how they embraced her and stuff like that and you kind of see I kind of was like that's kind of setting her up for the win I wonder but like um... well look Ben thank you so much for joining us here and that me. pod do yeah. you have anything you want to shout out you've got coming up or anything like that um, I guess just uh, come see us in Mob Theatre on a Thursday yeah every Thursday night every Thursday night um, I'm in another improv group called Autocorrept as well we put on shows uh, the last Friday of the month in the Pierce Centre, so check us out on Instagram. Um, also, if I may plug, if you are in Dublin um, and you want to get into learning how to do comedy or writing, or you just want to try something challenging and meet cool new people like Ben, who has very beautiful hair, um, <laughs> that's that's his only value. <laughs> <laughs> Not his wonderful personality, talent, or humor, smarts, or anything. Um, uh, we have uh, new improv classes on mobtheater.ie. Um, you know, all levels. Welcome. That's super fun. So, episode nine down, eight queens remaining in. And one 40-minute episode left before we're back to the 19-minute format. Um, did you have a chance to think of your favourite uh, moment throughout that episode? I did. I did. I wasn't paying attention at all in our conversation. I was no. just thinking about this moment. <laughs> and I'm going to go with uh, Jinx Monsoon's Delusion commercial. found it very yes. relatable, resonated. 
enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is great. That is very good. And Jinx, yeah. I mean, oh, everything Jinx, Jinx touches yeah. is, is instant classic. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Join us back here next Monday. Until then, have a lovely week. Yeah. See you. Love you. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.